everyone, good morning. Today is Daf Kuf. Kuf. Yesterday was Daf Tzadik Tes, number 99, and we're going to do a review of yesterday's Daf, get to today's. And uh, we started off yesterday explaining what does it mean when we said, Zehu Hetar Bamechalisar, regarding the Zerob B'Shela, the cooked foreleg of the Korban that the Nazir would bring. Uh, the ayol that he would bring, there's a halacha that it must be cooked and it's cooked together with the rest. And we said it's a hetar bamechaliser. That means that normally this is in normative halacha, this would be forbidden. But here, there's a special dispensation, a special allowance. So, what is that? What is that special allowance that in general is prohibited? So, Rava, where we started off yesterday at the bottom of Tzadikhesam and Beis, Rava said, that it's talking about as far as tam ki ikr by kachim. Because basically, when it comes to kachim, um, and something gives flavor into something else, that uh, even though it's not actually, its essence is not there, it's just its flavor, it's there, is there, it's as if the essence is there. Meaning the flavor carries within it the essence of the prohibited item or the more mukudish item, whatever it is. And that's the halacha by kachim, tam ki ikr by kachim. And that should be the case over here that the taste of the of the zroa is in the is in the rest of the animal, and therefore it should really be kiikar, and therefore it should be able to only be eaten by a kohen. But that's not the case. We we allow it. So, um, uh, and that's what it's telling you that here it's allowed. So the question is, if this is basically saying that we don't say tam kiikar, it's not doesn't seem to bother us. So why don't we use that as a basis that we don't say tam keikar by kachim? So the Gemara says, but that's because there's another pasuk with from Beichatas. Beichatas it says kolosh yiga b'psara yikdash whatever touches it within its flesh of the karmachatas is yikdash is sanctified. What does that mean? It's sanctified. It's sanctified to be the same as it. That if it's a if the chatas is psula, so then that which absorbs from the chatas is also going to be psula. And if it's kshera, then it should be eaten according to the extra stringency that the chattas has. As we know, chattas can only be eaten by zikrei kohuna, by male members of the coin family in uh, Zara. It's very limited where it can be eaten, by whom it can be eaten, and for how long can it be eaten. It's only for a day and a night. And if it do- goes and gets absorbed into a carbon shlamim that normally could be eaten by anybody else, um, who's not a Kohen and does not need to be eaten in the Azara and you have also an extra day to eat it so you might think that that would be um, uh, the, the, uh, so the point is is that, that it gets absorbed it has the Yiktosh has the extra sanctity that the uh, Chattas has now um, so we have a source so the Gemara says that's beautiful we have another source but why do we say right Mali Hai Mali Hai why do you say my Chazis the Gamina Mehech the question is why? What made you decide to use that as the main drasha and not the the b'shem as the main drasha? That we don't say tam kiker. That's the Gemara's question. So the Gemara answers is that once we already know that the zroh b'shem is a chiddush, it's out extraordinary, and that's because, like we said earlier, it's uh, uh, being mevatel in Israel Because normally, even though there's in Israel, you're not let to just put it in. And here there's there's an obligation to cook both parts together. So we you cannot derive any we would generally don't learn things from Khidushim. If that's true, then why are we able to learn Samach 
and Maya, the measurement of that you need 60 to 1 or that you need 100 to 1, what, that's also learning from the Chiddush. Kumar says, no, <laughs> the Chiddush is being makal, okay, is being lenient, where that you're allowing bitulis or chatvila. But what we're learning from there is that even when the Torah is said to be lenient, it still had a ratio of either 60 to 1 or 100 to 1, so surely. In general, we should at least have that ratio of either 60 to 1 to, or 100 to 1. And that is, um, that's the discussion of, on that. So, Gemara says, Akasha, Rav Dimi was saying over this whole piece, and saying between the, either it's 60 or it's 100, explained the whole, the different, Shmuel Bar Yitzchok had said that, it's in, that it needs to be mevotal only in 100. And he says, is that true, says Abaye? that um, all Yisurin in the Torah is 100. The Mishnah says that uh, all things that are mechametz, metabol, medame. so he said that, it's, that there's a chumrah scenario when it's min b'mino, and there's a kula and a chumrah when it's min mino, meaning when it's mixed with something uh, like substance, so then it's always l- it's always l- chumrah, and when it's min um, mino, then it's sometimes the kula and sometimes the chumrah. We explained. The case of Lahaka Lahachmer, when is it Kula and Chumra? That's Minvishain Amino. Example of a Minvishain Amino that the Torah gives is a case of Grisin, which are beans, full. They call that in Hebrew, modern Hebrew today, these fava beans, they call it full. It's pulin, right? It's Grisin, Shilpulin. Anyway, they're cooked together with lentils. And the Grisin happened to be Truma Grisin, okay? So the point is, is that. Um, if it has flavor, then, meaning you can taste the fava beans in the lentil mixture, so it doesn't matter whether you have 101 against it or not, still it's going to be prohibited. If it doesn't have any flavor, meaning I cannot discern the taste of those fava beans that it's in the lentil, because so, it's very few, so then... It doesn't matter whether you have the 100 or don't have the 100, it's going to be mutter. So basically, it only goes by taste. And even if you don't have the ratio, it doesn't matter. So if you have the ra- so that's the point. Okay. If you can taste it, even if you don't have the ratio, it's not a problem. And if you cannot, it is, if you cannot taste it, if you can taste it, so then even with a good enough ratio, you still have a problem. Okay. So that is Lukula Lukhumra. So, what does it mean? It's not, it doesn't have 100 to 1, but what does it have? Doesn't that mean that it has 60 to 1? So you see that there's an idea of 60 to 1, because it's not 100 to 1. So Gemara says, uh, no, it doesn't mean 100 to 1, it's 100. It's not 101 to 1, it's 100 to 1. So the Gemara says, but the, the race is talking about 100. How could the Sefer be talking about um, uh um, the Sefer should be talking about 60. Why? <laughs> because we said in the Reisha that it, the case of Chumra is when it's Min Vimino. So in other words, what's the example of Min Vimino? You have Sa'ar, leavening. That's Chitin, that's wheat. That falls into dough that's wheat. That's considered Min Vimino, two of the same species. And the Sa'ar Shal Chitin is Truma. It's mixed in. And, and uh, the Chumra case is that what? It, whether, uh, if it has enough to give Chimutz, whether you have 101 or you don't have 101, it's going to be Aser. And if, it is not, and, it, and if it doesn't have 100 to 1, even if it doesn't, uh, uh, it's not able to make it Chametz because it's not able to activate the dough, it's also going to be Aser. So in other words, you need 
both the ratio and uh, and its ability to to affect the dough. Both things. If I if I'm lacking in either, it's going to be prohibited. Now the question is. What, what are you saying? You still need the 100. So if, you, if the Khamer case is that you always need 100, and the Kula case is, when is it a Kula? Oh, don't worry, you, you still need 100. So 100, it's always, both of them is 100. So what's the major, what's the advantage of Kula? There's no Kula. The Kula is that you still need 100 to 1. What's the difference? The Gemara says, no, you missed it. Because in the Reisha, you need 101 to the 1 Iser. 101 to the 1. As opposed to over here, it's good enough with 100 times the Isser, and that's good enough. So Sorry. it's that one. What? Does it have to do anything with the Eidot Amidrak giving 101 when they come to the Torah? No. No, the reason why Eidot Mizrak gives 101 is based on a different concept. Because it's based on the uh, idea, and it's an interesting thing, but based on the idea, the Gemara says that Eidot uh, is somebody who who uh, start, reviews his learning 100 times to one who reviews his learning 101 times. Okay. So that's what's special about the number 101. Also, the gematria of 101 uh, is Michael. What? So, Michael. Or Michael. Michael. The angel, the, right, the, so they, they think it's uh, very special. That's what, that's what it's okay. doing. Okay. Right. Mm. Thank you. Anyway, so that's the reason. But uh, anyway... Doesn't hurt the extra dollar. Doesn't hurt. <laughs> <laughs> if you give a hundred, hundred one more. The extra dollar, why not? Okay. Anyway, so the Gemara says, uh, really, uh, if the the save is talking about a hundred, so is there such a thing where it's able to give chimutz, and it's a hundred and one parts to that piece that's being mechamet, and it's still going to affect it? So um, <laughs> why wouldn't it be bato? So he says, you know, he was quiet. And then he, he said to him, maybe the pshat is, is because se'or can sometimes, there's different levels of se'or. Sometimes the yeast is very strong, highly, you know, yeah. highly Fresh. concentrated. Good. And if it's highly concentrated, it's able to affect even in a smaller measure. And he said, you know what, you reminded me a very interesting halacha. This is classes, cl- no, of uh, wheat. The better no. and the worse. No, no, no. We're talking about sa'ar is leavening. Oh, leavening, leavening is, it's, you know what leavening is? Yeast. It's yeast. Yeast, yes. It's what makes it rice. But we're not talking about the, the, the scooper. <coughs> we're talking about fresh yeast, which is basically sourdough. Yeah. It's like a, it's, and it's very, very concentrated. It's what? It's fungus. Yeah. It's a fungus, but uh, that's what mm. yeast is. It causes everything, but it's, uh, but, uh, Anyway, that's doesn't, a doesn't that apply to story. the flavor too? Also, well, I mean, some things could be a thousand to one, and yeah. you could still taste like these serrano peppers. Exactly, right? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. No, so that's exactly what he's saying here. Is that mm-hmm. is that not all measures are the same? There's certain things that are extra strong, and it doesn't go by the regular shiurim mm-hmm. of uh, you know, uh, and and it requires even more. And that's what he said that the tier of uh, the tier of a dog tummy of a non-kosher fish. Its mm-hmm. fish brine is uh, so strong that it will answer even in a revius halog in two sa. Mm-hmm. Now a revius halog in two sa is, <coughs> is, is one of 192s. Okay, but that's because a revius is a quarter of a log. There's, uh, and, if you, and how many log is in a kav, and then how many kav is in a, uh, a, in a sa, right? So that's, uh, right, because a log is... Um, 
there are four lug in a kav, there are four reviews in a lug, and that's, uh, that means that there's 16 <coughs> per kav, and then a, a one sa is six kav. Um, so basically, um, therefore, we're talking about uh, um, basically 109, 192, that's what 96. the number comes out to. What? Huh? I've written 196, actually. maybe you're right. 196? I, I thought know. it's... Maybe. Because okay. it's 48 reviews. You're right. Yeah. 48 times you're 4. Right. Okay, fine. Right. I mean, uh, he made a mistake? That I made a mistake. Okay, listen, oh, it happens. God, oh my, no, I, I caught him once. <laughs> Finally, <laughs> after all these years. Yeah, I made a mistake. It's the first time for everything. This is the first time for everything. Oh, okay, boy. anyway. Moves us on to the next thing, which is how do we evaluate, um, how do you measure? And we said it's kibasar bilefes, like meat in turnips. Okay, the amount of flavor that meat is able to convey into turnips, that's all the iser that we put into the heter, and we see if it's able to convey with, that, with those two measures. Okay, so the question, uh, so the Gemara qualifies that it says, doesn't mean all parts of the lefes, it means the rashi lefasos, which is a little bit, not as bitter and not as absorbing of flavor. So that's the difference. Okay. Anyway, the Mishnah is not following the opinion of who? Rabbi Shemal, <coughs> the son of Rabbi Yochanan Mebroka, who says that Gidin simply do not have any taste. They're basically a piece of wood. They do not convey taste. And there is no tam. So when no Gid is going to be asked or be no saying tam because it's simply not no saying tam. If you eat the gid, that's one thing, but basically, otherwise, <laughs> it's not a problem. The story goes, as there was a story, that Rav the Barzvina was sitting at the gate, and, uh, uh, and somebody went in to Rabbi Hanina, um, asking a shaila about a gid anasha, and he came out, and he asked him, what did the rabbi tell you? And he said, the rabbi said, it's perfectly permissible. So he says, go back in. I think he didn't hear you right. He maybe must misunderstood the case because he was shocked. How can it be? They didn't have enough to negate the flavor of the gid. He was sure that it was a mistake. And then he, when he came back in, he says, why don't you tell the guy waiting outside that the halacha is the aim gidin benosin tam. Gidin don't have any flavor and therefore you could cook it in your pot, just slip it right out, throw it in the garbage and continue to eat. It doesn't matter how <laughs> it does not convey any flavor. And what was the answer? That's what he says. That was the answer. Even though there was a... And it's interesting, um, um, what happened was is that the cases came to before of Ami, even though he personally held that Yesh Begidim Ben Tam, he recognized that there's other opinions, and he would send the Shilas to the other rabbi to be Mekel. He said, don't ask me, go ask him. And he, Paskin, based on what Rabbi Shuman Levi said, that... Gidin do not give any flavor, and that's the mm. bottom line halacha. The Gemara's conclusion is Gidin, Gidanasha, is basically like wood and doesn't give any flavor. But so the rabbi at the door was a the, No, it was the rabbi at the door who was, was outside, he was learned and he was shocked that the rabbi inside was, was lenient. So he said, Go back inside. So he, sent, so he said, Why don't you tell the person outside that he's wrong? That's what he said. He realized <laughs> what was going on. Also, Rashi points out over here, just to remind everybody, because I said this, this is only the Gid itself. There's something called the Shuman Agid, and the Shuman Agid is Binosin Tam, because that definitely does provide yeah. flavor. And uh, if you, the only case that we're talking about is where the Shuman Agid was removed. It was only the Gid itself that's there. And as long, even if it got cooked together with everything else, you could just pull it right out. I mean, and it's we not studied it two days ago, three days ago we studied that, when you roast it. 
when you yeah, hold the right. whole thing, then the shuman gets into it. The rest of the stuff and everything else. Oh, hell of yeah. Well, same thing. 